0: Welcome to another sparkling edition of The Thought Police. Now, Matt Kelly is here with me uh, from The New European, the publisher, no less than The New European. Uh, I'm Mike Graham, of course. Now, people have been asking me uh, with bated breath, we can't wait for the next Thought Police podcast episode. Why? Because Why? we happened? want to see what Matt's going to say about uh, his beloved Labour Party, right? Might be One of them actually said, you uh, know, we might have to kind of talk you, talk you down from, you know, some the kind of mad ledge. Uh, the window ledge scenario. because yeah. but you've always said, actually, and you said it last week, the one thing you can look forward to, at least, is Jeremy Corbyn no longer being the leader of the Labour Party. Yeah. At least you're going to get that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not my beloved Labour Party. I would have to say, not Jeremy Corbyn's Labour Party. It is, isn't. No, it? his is not. But That's you're where, a Labour yeah, man, and you I always am, voted yeah. Labour. And for the first time, until this time right? in my life, yeah, I, d- I voted Green this time. The first time in my life, I am now thinking about joining the Labour Party. Are you? Yeah, because I think now is the time for what I think of as traditional Labour supporters to make themselves felt, I think. Although Mm -hmm. I do fear that Corbyn's legacy will be that he's upset the machinery of the Labour Party so much that it's going to be impossible for anything other than... I think think it's going to take take two more. It's a bit like
0: the old who's going to be the manager of Manchester United after Sir Alex Ferguson, because you don't want to be the first one, because it's going to be, I think, the second leader of the Labour Party that brings them back, because I don't see anyone who's lining up at the moment to be the leader um, who has got a, a chance in hell. Of changing anything, what about Keir Starmer? I think he's a lightweight, Do you? honestly. Yeah, yeah, I think he's a lightweight. I mean, he's, he's London, he's metropolitan, yeah. he's a lawyer. Yeah. I mean, he's got about as much in common with the people of Sedgefield and and <laughs> and you know, Rye Valley, Rye Valley, is it? Hmm. Um, as I have, yeah. you know, yeah. and so they need, I think, somebody. I think they need a woman, actually, yeah, that's what people I think, that, people I are think that would change things quite dramatically, yeah. Amazingly, Lisa Nandy's in the frame for it, now. I saw that. she is technically speaking, um. Quite, quite sort of um, left-wing, but yeah. she's thought to be centrist because they've gone so far to the left. That's that So people not. like Lisa and Andy I mean, are now yeah. kind of, you know, nearly Tories in to their <laughs> eyes. So <laughs> I can't really see her getting it, yeah. to be honest, but it would be great fun if she did because obviously I had that encounter with her in the tent. That's right. Where she completely and utterly refused to admit that there was ever a deal with <laughs> Theresa May and I know what, what she was getting at she yeah. was basically saying it wasn't the deal the deal yeah. would have come after the withdrawal agreement yeah. but the point is it was a deal everybody called yeah. it a deal you know if it walks like a duck and it quacks it's yeah. a duck you know yeah. Yeah. Um, and then she said that she wished that she had voted for that and, you know, and at one point I mean my other half was laughing at it because at one point she said to me you're just being difficult now aren't you uh, to which, <laughs> welcome to the to micro Yeah. Yeah. to which uh, my other <laughs> half said well she should try living with you yeah. <laughs> But, you know, um, I think definitely... I mean, it's Angela Rayner, disaster, written all over it, because she just hasn't got the brains. And we've seen with Joe Swinson uh, what can happen if you put somebody in charge who hasn't got the brains. Joe Swinson made a complete pig's ear of that election campaign. Um, You've got... um, What's her face? Emily Thornberry, who I think nobody really trusts. Well, also,
1: I don't think she plays very well, to be honest, with ordinary people. I think they can smell that she's like... She's really she's very, posh. And elite, very and, again, posh. Yeah. and elite. And again, Metropolitan elite. I mean, the
0: advantage Lisa Nandy has is that she's from Wigan, I she's think. Really, you know, yeah. And she's got parents who are sort of from there, and I think they owned a shop and all this kind of thing. Yeah. And then she Rebecca has, Long-Bailey. Rebecca Long-Bailey, I think, is better than, than, yeah. than people think she is. You I'm know? sure that's true. I did an interview I'm... with her, actually, um, a couple of weeks ago, just before yeah. the election, well, last week, actually. And she struck me as she had a sense of humour, yeah. which I think helps, yeah. which Corbyn didn't have. Um, because I actually, my final question to her was, what have you done with Emily Thornberry? And she <laughs> just burst out laughing, you know. Um, so you like to see her as yeah. somebody with a sense of humour. And actually, she's, I think she's come on
1: quite a bit. I think, yeah.
0: she, I think she's partially John McDonald's creature, though, is anything that worries right, me slightly? Right. He'll be sort of pulling the strings, you know? Yeah. And I may be doing her a disservice
1: I, I, I mean, I, I do rate her very highly, but I think the thing that she's got going against it, and this will sound completely facetious and nonsensical is that she's got the most irritating voice I've ever heard
0: she's got quite an irritating face actually she's probably now putting you in a good place because what I've said is much worse (laughs) than what you just said but she has your very small mouth you're right Um, I'm sorry, these things are important. No, people look at faces. To apologize. People look at faces and they decide yeah. whether to trust them or not, yeah, you know? I think right. people look at Boris and just see kind of a happy guy and I think that's part right. of his charm. Yeah. But they look at Corbyn and see this kind of miserable old git. Nasty grandpa. Right, yeah, actually. nasty yeah. grandpa, yeah, not yeah. in a good way. And, yeah. I mean, it's just... He's, is it's, there a good nasty grandpa? Well, wasn't there a movie? Or was it Dirty Grandpa? Was it Dirty Grandpa. Well, it was Robert, Robert De, Lira. De Lira. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Where <Well, laughs> just filthy old man. Which, apparently, you could get away with a few years ago. I don't know if you yeah. do now. Well, definitely if you're Robert De Niro. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. But even Jeremy Corbyn, so much. Yeah, not so much, yeah. Even though he's been married three times. And, but nobody mentions that. No, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, I just think that... But that there is such a toxic party, yeah. you know. People have... I mean, people have been passing around things on social media in the last few days where um you know they've talked about you know these are like momentum um types talking about how you know they think Israel was somehow involved in in yeah. screwing the election just saying that for a while incredible I mean, just what bizarre What's wrong with these people right you know There's they had enough. a shitty leader yeah. they had a shitty policy on brexit yeah. and they had a bloody awful uh, ridiculous out of touch kind of idea of yeah.
1: giving all sorts of crap away to people yeah. and nobody was buying it that's i what mean they, they lost. just but they sort of got swept away by i mean and this is pure thickness to me and by the way this is What riles me about the Labour Party more than anything, Corbyn's Labour Party, it's not the anti-Semitism stuff, disgusting as that is, it's not the prevarication over and the vacillation on Brexit, stupid as that was, Mm. but it was their sheer organisational incompetence. Mm. You know, they were just a crap organisation. And and they let things completely take them over. They let the agenda get swept Mm. away from them. And they spent two years defending themselves from anti-Semitism, when... A smart person. And yet doing nothing about and it. And doing nothing about it. But a smart person would have come out and said, when Andrew Neil said, are you going to apologise? Yeah. He would have said, not only am I going to apologise yeah. on behalf of the Labour Party, I'm going to apologise on behalf of myself. Yes, Because I've looked back and I can see why people think that what they think. Yeah, But it's not me and blah, 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 yeah. blah. And if he'd have looked the camera in the, in, straight down the barrel of yeah. the camera and said something that smacked of sincerity, I think a lot of people would have gone, okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. Well, he would have he, also, he I never think, did. No, but I think he would have also had to draw a line under it
0: in some way by saying, look, here's what we've done. Because I've yeah. this question again. I think I put it to Rebecca Bailey. She said, well, you know, we've put all these processes in place now so that it won't happen. Yeah. And I said, well, has anybody been expelled from the party no. since you've put those processes in place? Oh, I'm not familiar with the... uh, You know, that's not an answer. They don't take it seriously. No, of course they don't take it seriously. The suspicion from a lot of people's perspective is that they're courting the Muslim vote. And the reason that they're anti-Semitic is because it suits them courting the Muslim vote. I'm not suggesting for a minute that all Muslims are anti-Semitic, but they're not. But the point is is that the Muslim vote is a lot bigger than the the Jewish vote. It's a simple matter of numbers. Now, we know that an awful lot of inner-city constituencies... Are quite Muslim heavy, if you like, right. and that's where they're playing to the gallery. But I mean, I don't know if that's true. But yeah. if it is true,
1: it's pretty despicable. But if it, and if it's true, it would fit a pattern that I saw of them going from a party of like complete principle, you know, yeah. where this is what we think and here's why, and if you don't like it, you can lump it. To a party that suddenly started playing the numbers, and you could see that happening over Brexit as well. Yeah. Is how do we get over this this dichotomy yeah. of having loads of leave? MPs but loads of Remain members yeah. you know and you can see them sort of playing that game yeah. and that's you know I don't mind that in the Tory party you yeah. expect that from the Tories yeah but not from Labour. You expect them to be principled. And well, they should have be... had a
0: proper position on Brexit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if it was to have a second referendum and that's it. Yeah. Rather than, you know... The, uh, Which they
1: eventually came round to. But the, damage came around to. But the damage had
0: been done by that. The damage had been done by that, And also, they still couldn't bring themselves to say whether they wanted to stay in or not. Yeah. And
1: Corbyn was going but to be... Then, again, I
0: asked it's every pathetic. single one of them yeah. when I had them yeah. on... Um, you know, one, what's Jeremy's position? What's his individual position? Yeah. Oh, well, Jeremy supports Labour Party policy. No. Yeah. What does he want to do? Does he yeah. want to leave? Does he want to stay? Uh, what about uh, McDonald? Do you want us to leave or stay? Yeah. I want the best deal for this country. But yeah. well, what's that? Well, it might be the deal that we get from Brussels. Or it might be the deal we've already got. Or it might be, you know, yeah. it's a ridiculous it's just situation. Ballers, yeah. Just absolute cobblers. And they tried, as soon as the, 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 the writing was on the wall and they knew they'd lost, suddenly... The, the election which hadn't been about Brexit was now all about Brexit and that's mm. why they lost. And then they blamed the media yeah. for all these terrible attacks on Jeremy yeah. Corbyn and nobody ever gets attacked like he does yeah. in the press. Absolute cobblers, right? Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff was written about Boris Johnson. I'm Max blaming. Hastings yeah. wrote a piece yeah. saying he couldn't be trusted yeah. and that was why he fired him. Yeah. You know, Peter Oborn wrote yeah. a series of articles about... You know why Boris Johnson was dangerous for this country. Yeah. I mean, forget about all the, the tossers. Who were the the planks of, uh, as I call them. I don't know if you saw my list of a top one hundred planks. No, of the I didn't. Year. Did I feature? It's gone. No, you didn't. You weren't in it. No. Oh. But I'll tell you what. It's gone absolutely. What do I have to do? It's gone mad, right? Because I started it. I was kind of you know a bit of a loose end on I think it was yeah. Saturday night, <laughs> yeah. and I thought I know I'll do because I did one of the you know, top virtue signals. It went quite well. Yeah. So I just put this list out of the top ten planks of the year.
1: Right? Top ten. Top well, ten. All right? Oh, right. Okay. I thought it said 100. Yeah, yeah, well, it became 100 oh, because
0: I put 10 out and people went, oh, you left off so-and-so. Always so. Oh, Gary Liddicka, you know. Yeah, you? Yeah. And I went, oh, I'll do another 10. Yeah. So I just kept doing another 10. So who was number one? Number one, Prince Andrew. Yes. I think you can't <laughs> argue with that. You know, there's yes. quite a lot of Labour politics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some people mm-hmm. would look at it and say you may think that I'm a bit of a right-winger because there's not that many Tories. The only Tories that are in there are the ones that left the Tory party and didn't get realised. <laughs> right. Like Dominic Greed's in there, yeah. David Gork.
1: No, um, no one would confuse Tommy you. Tommy Robinson's in there. No one could confuse you with a right-winger. Well, of course not. You're, I, you're you know, neutral. Right? I am, of you're, course. He says all, so. In all things. You it said says it on the, so on the, the
0: tin. Yeah. But I put Tommy Robinson in and a few people were like, yeah. that's not fair, he's, he's a patriot. Like, poor, yeah, old you know, chubby, right, poor old Tommy. Poor old Why are you picking on him? I'm like, he's one out of 100 people. You Um but it's people like you know, Prince Harry's in there, you know, Meghan Markle, yeah. um, Steve Coogan, Hugh Grant, yeah, Hugh my favourite, Grant. Hugh Grant. Every single bloody uh, candidate that he's supported and campaign for <laughs> lost. He's like the kiss of death, right? Yeah. But seriously, I mean, when you see Putney is the one place where they've gained a seat,
1: yeah,
0: a place where the, one of the richest parts of London, yeah. where I think every house minimum is a million quid, yeah, you know, in any road you choose to be, pick, yeah. probably more in yeah. Putney. And they lose uh, the mining communities of the North East. I, what, I mean, ups, they, can't totally they can't fix this. upside They can't fix this in a month of Sundays, or yeah. I don't think in the next five-year electoral period. I just don't think they can. So we
1: might well be in for another
0: two, three terms of the Tories. Well, you know? I think the Tories will surprise you, right? right. And I'm not going to be seeing from the, 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 the battlements or anything like that, because I'm now going to pick on the Tories because they're the government, which is what I should do, Right. Because they, they have said that they're going to reinvigorate the North, that, which they're going to have to be held to account to do. Yeah. And they're going to have to do something in order to keep those, those people who voted for the anyway. They've said they're going to do something about the borders. They've said they're going to do something about the NHS. Mm-hmm. But they've got a great opportunity to now do things yeah. which need to be done in this country, you know? Well, I, I mean,
1: I, I think... And I think I might have said it on this programme, but on this podcast, but if not, I'll say it now. I think a lot of... A lot of Remainers' fears about Boris Johnson, and, and I'll include myself in this, was a suspicion that actually there's a chance that he might turn out to be a very good Prime Minister yeah. because he is so kind of wild and, mm-hmm. and upfront and will and energetic. And he's, and, not actually, and he's not actually a
0: particularly conservative. No, he's not. He's
1: much more Michael Heseltine than yeah, Margaret Thatcher, is. for instance. Yeah. And um, nevertheless... You know, just for the record, I still think it's it's terrible that a guy who says the things he says and uh, and is so blasé with the truth is now our prime minister. That said, I am not going to make the mistake that I think we did with the Iraq war when we were at the Mirror together, mm. when peers uh, campaigned really hard against going to war under Tony Blair, and, and we were brutal, weren't we? You know, you oh, remember yeah. the coverage against oh, exactly, Tony yeah. Blair. Yeah, people think that that. The mirror was a slavishly Labour paper. Go Mm. back and have a look at those front pages. They were brutal. Mm. But we carried on after we went in. And that's when we got a massive hit. Because the British public will accept, I think, a lot of debate. But once you kind of start looking like you're a defeatist or you're betraying the national cause. Or you're somehow misusing the troops. Yeah. In some way, shape, or form. So so the minute then it was all about back our boys, you know, we didn't and we paid a big price. Now I think that and the whole its paper, inevitable. Actually,
0: the whole paper's lurched to the kind of, um, what I would call the, the, the far left in a way, because yeah. it was a kind of far left... Inspired, they hired John Pilger. That's right. You know, they got these guys who were very anti That's what right. Tony Blair's project Jonathan was all about. To, Christopher write, Hitches, yeah, little... to write stuff that was very far over yeah, there, yeah. which was almost pacifist yeah. in its, in oh, no, its tone, you know. tone. Um, I mean, yeah. I remember
1: a very striking, I mean, I didn't want to make this about the Iraq War, but mm. there was a very striking front page, which I remember because it was my idea. Okay. Which was there was a picture of uh, some people, Iraqis in Baghdad. It was a right. sunny Sunday afternoon. And they were just sitting there eating ice cream cones, a family. Right, and right. Yeah, I think we ran it under the headline "The Enemy," right. you know. And it was just—it sort it, of I just like brought, brought home yeah. the fact that these were just ordinary people who mm. were about to get on the receiving end. But the yeah. point I wanted to make was, Brexit now is inevitable. It is going to happen. And what What Brexit comes? Do you to feel me... a sense
0: of relief now? Um, because um, I, I've spoken to people yeah. who say they do. Remainers, by the way, yeah, who say actually, it's. I, I woke up at some point over the weekend. Yeah and realised that a kind of weight had been lifted off my shoulders because it's now going to
1: happen. Because it's out of our hands. Yeah, it's now out of your hands. I do sort of feel that to a degree. I mean, I've spent enough of my life now arguing against Brexit. Uh, You know, I've done whatever I can, launched a bloody newspaper. You know, I've done my bit and and I've lost that argument. Now, interesting to to ask you this
0: question because what will you now do with the new European? Because Mm. does it now become... What I think you said to hear before, mm. a kind of campaigning newspaper to get back in, if you like.
1: Yeah, well, I think what it'll do because it's that, going to be quite soon to do that, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's too soon, and I think it'll. What we'll do is we will observe this mm. process very closely. Yeah, but what because it will go on for a while. Yeah, but I've said to, I've spoken to the editor uh, Jasper, who's a brilliant, very very smart guy, and. Jasper said to me, he said, look, the word remain is now a problem because yeah. there is no remain, right? right. Remain is over. Right. So we've got to stop being the paper of remain. Right. That's a lost cause. But we can... That's why you didn't call it the remainder then, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I know, the new remainder. But, but we can certainly be a paper... I never want to get into the territory of saying, I told you so. Look how shit this yeah. is. I told you so. Right. Oh, what did you expect? Leo yeah, X? you don't want
0: to do that. No.
1: Because, because nobody wants that. Because no. one of the things
0: that I get... I mean, you will hate this story, right? On Friday, um, the day after the election uh, result had come out, well, the day the election result came out, I guess, we did the overnight show, finished at six days, I went for an hour's sleep, went and did the mid-morning show in the tent yeah. down on College Green, which is like bloody a quagmire, yeah. I tell you what, yeah. Jesus Christ. But everybody was there. As I was walking back, and I was a bit spaced out by this time, a guy comes up to me in the tube station, right, Bit like that guy that you, you saw doing it. But he, he was a tube worker, and he came up and he grabbed my hand, and then grabbed my arm, one of those yeah, kind of two-handed yeah, things. Yeah. And do you know, what he said to me, "Go cool. on." He said, "Thank you for everything you've done for us." Yeah, yeah. Because they see me as this kind of positive yeah. guy. Because people were were losing the plot; they were losing faith. They were saying it's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. These people are never going to let us leave Europe. Yeah. And I said, "No, it'll be fine." You know, the evil genius Dominic Cummings has got a plan. Don't yeah. worry; he's still going to. You know, he knows we're going to have an election don't yeah. anyway. I think. The positivity is what people like. Yeah. They don't want this relentless, negative no. kind of, it's all going to be shit, it's no. all going to be crap,
1: and you won't win any friends that way. And also, uh, I mean, what I, what I think may become clear is that an awful lot of people like myself who've been characterised as treacherous and, mm. you know, and, want, and spoilers of yes. democracy and right. all of this, I think people, I hope, will see in our behaviour now that this is happening... Yeah. Um, the truth which is that while it was still up for debate we debated it as hard as we could yeah now it's moved into a new phase but not, I
0: mean, unfortunately not everybody is going to be as mature as you because I had no. a guy called Jonathan Liss in no. the tent that day yeah yeah and I don't know. know if you know I do know. um and very kind of um condescending tone mm, mm. and I, I don't know the guy, so I'm not going to slag him off but uh, he was saying things like well you know Um, we'll we'll see now whether or not they were right that it Mm. was not going to be a disaster you know I still think that it's going to be a disaster and then he said I said yeah but you've got to stop regretting things you know and he actually said well, we might have things to regret in the future. And I said, we well, can't regret the future; it hasn't happened yet. You know, people are ready to be regretful about yeah. something that hasn't happened, yeah, and yeah, people yeah. like him are willing to to think yeah. that things are going to be bad rather than willing yeah. to think that things are going to be good. And I'm not saying that I'm going to be right; I might be wrong.
1: But it's much better, isn't it, to go.
0: Yeah, let's try well, and make this work.
1: short, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, I, I suspect there are a lot of people out there who want it to be a disaster so that they can say, I told you, so." Yeah,
0: but hopefully they're fewer in number than they yeah. were.
1: But also, I, I really don't think, I think they are nutcases mm. on, on the end of the spectrum. Yeah. I think, and it may surprise people, you know, I think people like Alastair Campbell, even Tony Blair, you know, John Major, I think all of these people now They're all be, on the plates
0: they, list, by the way, all three. Are they, of them. Oh, they yeah. are? Well,
1: I think maybe not for next year, then maybe you might revise yeah. it. But I think they'll all be praying that Brexit is a massive success yeah. because I don't think any of them are anything less than massively patriotic. Yeah. And I would argue, I would. this is my argument, take it if, however you like, people like them and people like myself, I think you can make a good case for saying we're more patriotic because it wasn't an easy thing to say. You know, I, every, we all stuck our necks on the line, mm. we stood up to be have stuff thrown at us. Yeah because we believed that this was an important thing and there was a chance to have a... And you genuinely
0: thought that it was the wrong choice. Yeah, totally. And I totally respect that, you know? I mean, what I don't respect are people in Parliament who many of them are now no longer there because they lost their seats, Um, but who pretended that they were working for the common good, but in fact were only working to stop it from happening. And they weren't being honest about that. And I would much rather they had been. I mean, to be fair to Jo Swinson, at least even though she kind of ruined herself by doing it, (laughs) at least we knew that she didn't... She was absolutely out there with her view that we shouldn't be doing it and that she would do everything she could to stop it.
1: I mean, the the person I admire and, you know... uh, not having gone through all 650 of them to rank them in order, but the one that stands out to me is, as wow. having been now you know ostracized for it but being totally principled is Dominic Grieve, you know, who I think. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't I, see principled and Dominic Grieve in the same sentence, really? I'm afraid. No, really? No, why because do you think
0: that he was cynical or what? I mean, no, I just think he was arrogant. I think he didn't fancy leaving Europe, right? I don't know why he didn't really right. give his reasons. I never heard his reasons, all I heard him saying was that he didn't want it to happen. Yeah. He never really said why he wanted to stay in the European Union or what was so great about it. All he said was what was so bad about leaving it. Yeah. You know, And he voted against his own party. He should have declared himself an independent, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. He should have said, all right, I'm not going to stand on the on the uh, manifesto of doing uh, getting Brexit done because mm. that's what the people voted for. That's what he did mm. in 2017, right? He's still on that platform and he said that he would get Brexit sorted out mm. when they were re-elected and he didn't do it. He yeah. went the other way. So that's not honourable to me. All right. Well, he, um, should have, he should have either crossed over to the Lib Dems or he should yeah. have become an independent. He should have left the Tory party before they kicked him out.
1: Well, I think that he thought... I've been a Tory all my life, and I'm going to fight for the Tory party as I see it, as much as as anything else. Anyway, yeah, but the the thing is, it is over. But
0: then the thing is, you fall into that trap
1: of saying, oh, well,
0: the Tory party's lurched to the right, so it's not Mm. my party anymore. Well, it hasn't Mm. lurched to the right, actually. What it's doing uh, is is working through the referendum result, which Mm. clearly was a massive bombshell to everybody. But uh, and which was not party political, but which yeah. was which has to
1: be done. And I think the the far right, I think the ERG and who you know are all pretty quiet right now. I think they will be massively disappointed with what Boris Johnson comes up with. Well, they seem to be
0: happy enough. I mean, yeah, I suppose
1: they they were the last chance saloon, aren't they? They've, they saw it all slipping away, and they've just they're still sort of grabbed hold. Well, I think the a fact bit like Nigel RB... Farage, they've
0: had to look at what's going on, yeah. and they've had to be. Um, sort of rational about it they've had to be pragmatic and they've had to say to themselves well we can either do this and start the process of Brexit or we can stop it again and we'll be nowhere but But even Nigel Farage when he was interviewed the other night um, on election night I think it was when I watched before I went into work um, he said well Andrew Neil said to him uh, well you know how can you support something that you said you didn't support? He said, yeah. well, because this is the only Brexit we can get. Yeah. So it, that's and what if it, Nigel Farage yeah. is saying that, then what's, what's Marc Francois yeah. going to say? So,
1: but we are, we are agreeing in a way. I mean, I think that, that is the reality, is that Marc Francois, right, who, like, Boris won't let us down, right. Boris won't betray us, the right. union will stay in touch, and all that, blah, blah, blah... He's getting none of that. No. But he'll still have to swallow it and suck yeah. it up because that's it.
0: Because Boris Johnson has had to find a way
1: through yeah, the craziness, yeah, right? Yeah, because
0: yeah. We, we were literally going mad. Yeah. I mean, it seems a long... You, you know, we've forgotten
1: yeah. how frustrating it was. I think a lot of people seriously underestimated Boris Johnson. Yeah. I, I do. and I Totally. Think, and I think his... Um, whatever you think of the man, I think the way he played the politics in the first few months of yeah. his prime ministership were faultless. Well, because what he did was he created very
0: much yeah. without having to look as if he was doing anything at all, yeah. this image of all these people trying to
1: stop Brexit getting yeah. done, yeah. and he succeeded. And that. They, you've just hit, the, by the way, the key point, yeah. which symbolises everything to me, is Everyone can remember get Brexit done. Yeah. What was the Labour Party slogan? They didn't have one. Didn't? They well, did they, they did. They had something like creating a better, fairer world for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No
0: one can remember no, it. You no. Know? Because it wasn't snappy. It wasn't yeah. smart. It seems yeah. to me they didn't have very many clever people yeah. uh, running th- their campaign. I, well, I think
1: that is they had a massive conspicuous shortage of brain power. Yeah. And, the, and the slogan that people can remember about Corbyn, the for the many, not the few, yeah. that has always been like really flawed to me. I think unless you're on either extreme of that spectrum, either you know you're a billionaire, yeah. or you're on universal credit, yeah. you don't know whether you're one of the many. No, because or I one don't feel you.
0: like I'm one of the many. No. Along with the fucking double oh, bludgers, you, you were. You know, no, it would have been, been, wouldn't well, you? Well, apparently, I well, I don't know because I said that to John McDonald, You know, why are you giving me free broadband? I can yeah. afford it. Yeah, I'm one of the few, aren't right? I? Yeah, you're giving me free broadband. That's but he'd universal. Been taking out of yeah. your pay packet, wouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's universal, yeah. bloody. You know. Yeah. Um, benefit to yeah. everybody right you, why, what are you doing that for the other problem with uh, the many not the few is it can easily be changed into the many not the few which of yes, course a lot of right. people did, they did yeah. rightly or wrongly yeah. and it just makes them look ridiculous also yeah. so this whole class war thing is bullshit because yeah. as we've seen the class war is not being fought by the working class labour voters yeah. Yeah. it's all these middle class toss boxes yeah. to university. you see that girl on Who? Twitter. Who? Um, when they're doing the, the Boris, the anti-Boris demos, uh, laughably. Right. You know, you're not my, he's not our Prime Minister. Well, he is
1: actually. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, whether you, you know, like it or not. You had is, your chance he. to vote yesterday
0: yeah. and now the fact you don't like the guy, yeah. you're going to demonstrate, fight with the yeah. police, you fucking man. Anyway, this is very posh girl talk like this, wouldn't yeah. you? Um, I want to work in the NHS and Boris Johnson's going to destroy it. You know? And it's like, <laughs> Mummy and Daddy have told me I can be a doctor because yeah. they've got lots of money. Yeah. And then she's going... Fuck Boris. Yeah. It's called him the, the C word. Really? You know, I mean, on camera. I'm really? thinking if I was your dad, yeah. I'd be absolutely appalled. Yeah. I want to help people. I don't want to hurt them. He just doesn't care. He's killing people what is wrong with you I mean, you're fucking deranged they are deranged they're totally deranged that, but that, and mean, they're being wound up by these trots you know the anti-corporate uh, yeah. globalist types who but wear the black balaclavas who love punch well no the globalised yeah, people yeah, they're yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. that used to go to Seattle yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: like. yeah, yeah. they used to be all over the world they, they seem yeah. to have disappeared from well the ones that I think are more dangerous than that because at least they stick badges on themselves and mark themselves out so you can see what they are yeah. but the ones who are truly dangerous I think are the Owen Joneses the Ash Sarkers, the Aaron Bas he's in yeah. this world, who, if you're lucky enough not to know any of those names, yeah, yeah. count yourself blessed. They're all on the list as well, by the way. The a, well, list. they should you be in the top that. ten, mate. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, the the absolute arrogance of these people. Grace Blakely's the other great, great And they're all making, by the way, fantastic oh, livings yeah. out of their brands of socialism. Mm-hmm. All of them. Um, Owen Jones in particular. Yeah. You know, never has there been a guy who's made more out of Corbynism yeah. than, than oh, Owen Jones. Shocking. And yet he is still there, being paraded as the voice of the left and all of this. But they still give him I mean, off. Somebody p- uh, put it to me that this, uh, I think it was the morning after the election.
0: ITV had Ash Sarkar on TV. Yeah, I don't put it anywhere near my show. Yeah. I won't have anybody on from Nevada, the. Had
1: two them, and she, well, there was a great podcast. I I um, was shown well better it. than uh, this one. Surely no, 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 no. It was like a it was like a Nevada Media, you know, oh, like yeah. organization yeah, that yeah. they work for that gets no traffic. Yeah, and, yeah, but, they do. They do put in, a podcast and, out. Yeah, and. Um, and she was there getting all misty-eyed about the 1987 election, uh, 1997, oh, yeah. sorry, ele- general election oh, yeah. when Tony Blair was elected and she was remembering... What, when she was about five. Yeah, but she was remembering how her mum thought this was a game changer, you know, Labour coming in. And I thought, here's the woman who has done as much as anybody to alienate it. All the people who have made that victory possible now crying about the fact that that victory has. uh, I'm amazed she would have
0: had anything good to say about Tony Blair though. No, it was just about the the enemies. Yeah, no, no,
1: totally, totally. But but you know, once it was lost and it was over, maybe it occurred to them that it's better to be in power even if it's a well, slightly diluted I form the great, of the That uh, the great
0: eye-opener that Tony Blair found, wasn't it? That yes. He said, you know, I'm sick to death of not being in power. That's right. I'm sick to death of watching the Tories destroying yeah. the country yeah. and doing all the things to it that I don't want them to do. Yeah.
1: So we better find a way of winning. So that's what pisses me off yeah. about the Labour Party, yeah. is that they have for maybe permanently ruined that sense of pragmatism yeah. within the Labour Party that makes effective social change possible. Yeah. So... If, if we do find ourselves now at the mercy of a Tory government for the next 15 years and we rely on it,
0: I don't think it will be that bad because if you consider yeah, well, maybe what the does. Tory party yeah. has become, yeah. and despite what the, the, the Corbynites say, it's a far more people friendly and, and kind of all inclusive party than it ever was. And if you look at yeah. some of the new MPs, Hundred and nine new MPs coming into Parliament. I'm always in favour of that. Yeah. Even if they might yeah. all be just a different brand of tosser. Yeah. They're yeah. new blood. Yeah. A lot of them are quite young, it's quite a lot of women, yeah. uh, quite a lot of ethnic diversity, yeah. which is always good. And, you know, get rid of some of the people like Dominic Green, yeah. who have been there too bloody long anyway, um, and bring in some some, some yeah. fresh blood. And maybe and you know, you're not gonna tell me that I mean we've all we've all had to um, you know, notice the change in society. We've all we all speak differently. We're all much more kind of aware of people than we used to be. Yeah. You know, the tax regimes are very much more centrist, Labour now than they were ever. Kind of, you know, when Margaret Thatcher was around. Yeah. You know, they're not going to be handing out you know um, tax breaks to the rich. You know, they won't do that. They they've increased benefits. I mean, all of
1: those things that the Labour Party says they haven't done, I think they'll do more of. they well, I mean, if they wanted to do something that I think was. Would be really smart. It was the one policy that Corbyn came up with that everybody thought that's a good idea. Nationalise the bloody railways yeah, again. Yeah, you know, really honestly, Boris Johnson, go out, nationalise the railways, but do it with a decent team of management, exactly, people and, and, actually, and, and actually make it more efficient. You know, but the, he is going to he is going to have to live up to a lot of promises, yeah. especially in the north. And also because he can, he should do it. Yeah, you know, totally. because
0: I mean, we were talking well enough about later this week. There's likely to be. State of Parliament, another Queen's speech, another position, another and we're not even sure if we're going to cover it this time in, yeah. in the sense of being there. Yeah. Because I said you last time they take all the traffic lights out and everything. It's really quite Do weird. It. Yeah, you know all the all the um everything around the, the Palace of Westminster, yeah. including the the big security. All the crash barrier things. That's all, that all gets taken away because really? she her carriage has to come there. Right. Really? Right. But they also take all the traffic lights Incredible. out. And the like the lap posts, presumably because they're worried that somebody's planted a bomb there and or something. Maybe. It's quite an incredible thing to see. Then they basically rope off the whole of Just so that sweat. they don't
1: stop on the red. Yeah.
0: Table. Yeah. Well, can you imagine? <laughs> well, I mean, they could just switch them off. No, I think it, it must was, be to do with them yeah. worrying in case somebody's been there at night or something. I don't know. It's very they weird could check all of that. Well, you would think so. Yeah. All I could, or maybe it's something to do with the horses and they have to come through. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Because maybe it's it's the fact that they're, you know, because you know, there's so many traffic lights in London yeah. now. It's almost like sort of, you know, cluttering yeah, the yeah. up oh, the no, street. It is. I mean, there's traffic lights everywhere. But, yeah. um, Are you but, suggesting they should get rid of the traffic lights? Well, it wouldn't make any difference, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I tried to, you know, I'm, I'm it's Thursday night, right? I get picked up in a car because I, I was bringing loads of clothes and I brought a big coat because I thought, if we're going down to, you know, yeah, I'm not coming home again. Get the big coat. So I'm it was pouring with rain. And the whole of Jamaica Road, which I know is going to piss people off because it's very localised, yeah. but they're turning it, Sadiq Khan is turning it into a no-car zone, right? So they're yeah. digging the, the whole thing up. And I'm convinced that he's doing it at the moment, just so people don't even use it anymore. Right. And it's only going to be open for buses, bikes, and taxis. Right. Black cap. So I said to yeah. the guy that I was, whose car I was and I said, well, you won't be able to drive here because it was ordered by the company. He said, what do you mean? I said, as of about the end of January, no more private cars or private high cars. Yes. Are going to be allowed to use this road. And it's all the way from Tower Bridge to Greenwich. Incredible. And it's the only way to go. Incredible. So what were we supposed to do? No, I'd stay at So home. I literally, so we're sitting there, and I was supposed to get in at 20 past 11. Rupert Murdoch was in the building. He was in the office. Yeah. And I was supposed to get there in time to see him. And by the time I got there, he'd gone
1: oh you know. was he he must have been devastated. he was really devastated. did you leave a little note on your desk no, he Mike, I had sadly. to fly started, Sorry. see you next
0: time <laughs> Roop. yeah no unfortunately not i've only ever met him once and i didn't yeah. really meet him then and that yeah. was when uh, when i was in again in the sun yeah uh, at that same time when i was working i was about 22 33 yeah. in bell bovary street and they used to have this great sign that said you're now entering sun, sun country, country yeah. and these double doors and he just came bursting through yeah. these double doors and i kind of looked up and went yeah. oh Christ it's really you good know, and he's quite young then he's I've only football.
1: met I met him once right, with Richard Wallace yeah. the, edit, the editor of the Mirror oh, yeah. and me and Richard went to Abu Dhabi right? for oh, this yeah. Abu Dhabi media summit oh, yeah. and we stayed at the Yas Marina which That's was that nice. it, it was absolutely amazing I'll never forget Wallace texting me we both went into this hotel suite we had rooms like on the same floor and we went in, and it's the it's the hotel that kind of encompasses the Formula One track. And oh yes, so the track runs. Oh yeah, my daughter was there. It's the, amazing for the, for the Formula One. And I've just got this text from Wallace yeah. saying, "Bloody ill, they've given me Jay Z's suite." <laughs> 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 well, but it was it was it was like that. Anyway, so Murdoch was there as well. Right. Gave this very he gave this weird speech about the center time will come over Arabia and free press oh, yeah. blah blah blah, and and he looked really ill giving the speech right. and at one moment he lost his place in the paper ah. right, and struggled to find where he was in, in yeah. his speech notes and people were going, Is he, he's having a heart attack, he's having a heart attack, people were reaching for their phones to video the death oh, yeah. of Rupert Murdoch, anyway he got through it he had a terrible stinking flu apparently that night they had a, a sort of party oh. on this rooftop terrace and I'm sitting there, Wallace has just gone to the toilet and I'm sitting there on my own on this bit of decking Having a drink, yeah. and I turn to my left. Who do I see walking towards me on his own right. in this crowded room? Rupert Murdoch. Right. Right. So I think the hell with it. I go up and say hello to him. I've yeah. never met him. So right. I stand up, and as I stand up, Murdoch. There was a sort of four-inch deck right. that you had to step up to. Okay. Murdoch he trips. He didn't see it. Trips. You do Tell me, you caught. Falls him. into my arms. No. Right. I, I catch Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> right put him back on his feet and I say Rupert Murdoch Matt Kelly from the Daily Mirror good to meet you and then just walked off past me but yeah I saved his life that's fantastic never thank me the bastard well I mean there's still time you know maybe uh,
0: maybe you'll end up working for him and you can say remember the time I saved your life yes that's right and he might say (laughs) yeah
1: I do that's right I quite like to be editor of the Times Literary Supplement Oh, would you? Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure be. there's a vacancy for that. There may be one day, though. There may be. Yeah. It's quite a slick little publication, actually. I love it, yeah. I yeah. really like it. It's very good. It's nearly as good as the London Review of Books. Um, I would it? make it that good. Who does that? That's London Review of Books. Well, that's that private, independent. Yeah, it's independent. One of those little I publications. Oh, yeah, no, it's got about 90,000. No, I don't mean little in that sense, but yeah. it's a small, it's all they do. It's not got yeah, the yeah, yeah. bigger no, house. No, that's all they do. But right. it's, a, it's a fantastic, fantastic. I mean, speaking of the
0: media kind of landscape, when you look at the way that. That reach has has taken over now. The Express yeah. and the Star, and yeah. it still runs the Mirror. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm still puzzled about all of that. Really, I can't. I mean, you know, I can't see um, really how it all works, how it all gets put together. Because I'm still yeah. kind of what the
1: commercials you mean?
0: Well, just everything. I mean, yeah. I'm looking at the papers, just going, yeah. they must be making money. I'm sure they are. Yeah, but it's they just, do make a lot of money. It's not very good, you know. Yeah. Well, I remember. I, I don't think I, I think I could say hand on heart. I don't really read any of the papers they put out.
1: Well, I definitely think that... I mean, a lot of our good friends still work there, yeah. so I'll say what I'm saying I'm, not, no not, I'm not attacking around. that. Yeah, yeah. I'm really not. It's a different model from when it was when we were there. I mean, I remember being head of features at the Mirror and never knowing what my budget was. Right. You know, Never had to ask anybody. Right. Just, you know, whatever it was, spend yeah. it, get it done. Now, I think they they know to the penny. You oh, know? Yeah. and yeah. Uh, and I had about 20 feature writers. Well, right? I wrote a piece for the about Express tuna. about the
0: Women's World Cup that they asked me to do, yeah. uh, which was described as by somebody as very progressive, you will be pleased to know. Yeah. Um, and it was basically pro the Women's World Cup, so yeah. the great, great stuff it was. They ran it as a spread. Yeah. I don't want you to tell you how much they paid me, but I'm glad I'm not doing it for a living, is yeah. all I would say. Buttons, I mean, that's yeah. sort of extra money on the side yeah. to pay for a dinner I mean, or something.
1: Being a freelancer is a hard game. It's really hard, for, because yeah.
0: even people who work for some of the bigger organisations that pay a bit more money are saying yeah. to me things like, well, when they used to pay grand
1: for, they're paying like 300 quid. Yeah, and, I'm and, sure and, that's and, you true. Know, That's where it's going. Yeah. I mean, on the New European, when we, we paid freelancers, the last time I paid freelancers was when I was head of features at the Mirror. So I suspect we are paying towards the... Higher end of of the freelance rate for a smallish publication like that, which maybe goes partly the way to explain why we've got such good writers and such loyalty. Of course, you know, but we're not. Or they're all
0: independently wealthy. No, they're not all. Independently wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see. Uh, we'll talk some more uh, about all of that um, because I think we've come to the end of, of another. Uh, That's flown another by. across it has, isn't it? But we'll see you on Thursday for the last one. Last one of the year? I guess it is the last one of the year. What's a year it's been. No, actually, it's not the last one of the year because we'll be back. We're not going to be around next week, but we'll be back on the 30th. Well, I'm not sure about that. Aren't
1: you? No, because I think I might still be away in oh, the okay. Oh, right. It might be the last one of the year. It might well be. Well, let's work it out. We'll, well, we'll let work it out. Know it's next time week. for Thursday. Yes. In time for Thursday,
0: we'll do it. We'll do it. With Thought Police. Bye.
1: This is pure thickness to me, and by the way, this is what riles me about the Labour Party more than anything, Corbyn's Labour Party. It's not the anti-Semitism stuff, disgusting as that is, it's not the prevarication over and the vacillation on Brexit, stupid as that was, Mm. but it was their sheer organisational incompetence. Mm. You know, they were just a crap organisation. And and they let things completely take them over. They let the agenda get swept Mm. away from them. And they spent two years defending themselves from anti-Semitism. A smart person. And yet doing nothing about and it. And doing nothing about it. But a smart person would have come out and said, when Andrew Neil said, are you going to apologise? Yeah. He would have said, not only am I going to apologise yeah. on behalf of the Labour Party, I'm going to apologise on behalf of myself. Yes. Because I've looked back and I can see why people think that what they think. Yeah. But it's not me and blah, 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 yeah. blah. And if he'd have looked the camera in, the, in straight down the barrel of the camera and said something that smacked of sincerity, I think a lot of people would have gone, okay, fair right. enough. <laughs> to my left. Who do I see walking towards me? On his own right. in this crowded room, Rupert Murdoch. Right. Right. So I think, "The hell with it." I go up and say hello to him. I've yeah. never met him. So right. I stand up, and as I stand up, Murdoch. There was a sort of four-inch deck no. that you had to step up to. Okay. Murdoch he trips. See. He didn't see it. Trips. Don't tell me you caught Falls him. into my arms. No. Right, I, I catch Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> right. Put Brilliant. him back on his feet. Right. And I say, Rupert Murdoch, Matt Kelly from the Daily Mirror. Good to meet you. Right. And then just walked off. Right. But Yeah, I saved his life. That's fantastic. Yeah. No one could confuse you with a right winger. No, of course aren't. not. You're, right? you're yeah. neutral. I am, aren't of course. you, you in all, so. all things. It, it says, says it says so on the, on the, the tin.